He who's tired of Weird Al is tired of life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Top 5 of Death. Uh, I am joined today here with a um, very special guest. We have uh, some band members from uh, Dooley's band, Glacier. <laughs> we have uh, the Ryans. We have Ryan Dooley. Hey! And replacing BWK this week is uh, Ryan Trainer. Hello, thanks for having me on the show. Hey, that's Ryan Trainer. Ryan Trainer is an old friend of mine who I don't see very often anymore because we are slowly becoming uh, adults and less like friends. <laughs> uh, we've we've never really been friends. <laughs> no, we have never been friends. You guys have never met before tonight. No, however, in a friendly manner, I will I will tell Ryan that his soft spoken jokes will not do well on the podcast because people will not hear him. <laughs> All right, I'll be a little bit more aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I want you to be a man for once in your life. Wow. Wow, that's right. That's already that's, attacking our guest. I know. Well, that's all right. Good luck finding another guest host that could <laughs> move and shake like this. There you go. That's why he's on the show, everyone. Anyway, so my <laughs> name is Matt, and um, like we said, BWK is not here. And as I said a couple of weeks ago, it is my fault because my schedule sucks. It is actually very late at night on a weekday, and I have work in the morning. I am going to do my best to put on a good show for everybody. Um, <laughs> like you're like you're a vaudevillian. That's right. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna dance the hula, <laughs> and then I'm gonna wear a coconut bra. And we're gonna do the who's on first routine hey, later on. You know what? You know what? The show might start happening from the middle to the end. Is I might start getting tired and very silly. So <laughs> I know. Yeah, this is just gonna be a wacky. Episode. It could be very wacky. the uh, The topic this week is top five Weird Al original songs. Originals. Originals, not parodies. Um, I tried very hard to make sure that all my picks were originals because. Because obviously I don't know every song that was ever been created to man. <laughs> so even like I don't know when I was young I would hear us. So first of all, when I was real young, I thought every one of his songs were an original song. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then when you'd hear of like the actual version, yeah, it was like, like a weird parody of this Weird Al song. I'm like, who, wait, I was like, wait a minute, they they coincidentally wrote the same song with different words. It's so weird. <laughs> but that's before my... we even get into Weird Al. Okay. What what happened? What happened last week? What do you mean? What happened last week? You decimated everyone again oh yeah oh that's right i set a record this is my fourth win in a row wow that is the new record let's uh let's keep the record going everybody let's just you know bring this one to the moon let's see who can get into double digit uh double digit win streaks first <laughs> that would be insane so like you just said i decimated everybody um with uh i don't know i think i had like 20 something and what was the next closest one bwk had uh like 12 12 pathetic what you know what i had <laughs> one four four yeah. everyone hates you That's everyone hated my can i make a confession sure last week we did conspiracy theories yeah and it was the schedule was so wacky that i didn't know if i was gonna make it to that episode <laughs> or not and i finally got everything figured out i had to have band practice that day and come to the podcast right after band practice and i was at band practice going Oh yeah, so like I finally figured it out. I was like, yeah, I'm, I gotta run in the podcast real quick after this. And I was like, fuck, I don't have a list. Oh my god! <laughs> so I made my list in the car <laughs> on the way to the podcast. And you know what? It showed through, and the fans, <laughs> the fans knew it. Yeah, good well, job, fans. Well, I'm, that BS. I'm a lot better prepared this week. Ooh, you hear that? He thinks he's gonna, uh, think he's gonna hold a candle to uh, the champion over here. Oh, you gotta try me. Well, you got you guys got a little uh, little young blood over here this time, and yeah. uh, I'd like to uh, I'd like to maybe come in and uh, and and be uh, an, an upset this week. Oh, uh, yeah. the first guest host wow. to win, talking shit. It could happen, but it probably won't. <laughs> anyway, so how the show works is, if you haven't listened to it, um, 
uh, hello, welcome to the show. Uh, if you have listened to it, um, skip ahead 30 seconds <laughs> and we'll be past this. So how the show works is uh, each week we come up with a topic and uh, each one of the hosts gives a top five list on that topic. Like we said this week, it is top five Weird Al Originals. And then our lists get put up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash top five of death. And you can vote on them there. And then the following week, there is a winner announced. And the winner then writes a very funny story about how the other two people died based on the last week's show. Right. So, like we said earlier, I won. So, I'm going to tell everybody how Dooley and BWK died from last week. Yeah. And let's not forget, last right. week's topic were uh, was conspiracy theories. So... Here we go. I can't believe I've I've had to die four times in a row. Yeah, and you've been That's resurrected five thrice. times in a row. <laughs> um, so here we go. It hurts every time. Every time you have to go in the Lazarus pit. Uh, Lazarus. Oh my God, I'm getting very tired. Here Uh-oh. we go. Here we go. BWK was followed home last week from <laughs> recording uh, the podcast. He did not. He didn't know it yet, but he successfully put himself in the crosshairs of a major global conspiracy. <laughs> When he got home, he noticed something different. His house was ransacked, and there what appeared to be reptilian scales scattered throughout <laughs> the house. He panicked after realizing what was going on. Uh, he was on the run from shape-shifting reptilians. He raced back to his car, drove as quickly as he could to the ATM to take out all of his money, but it was too late. <laughs> the government had already taken all of his money. <laughs> Just then, he was ambushed by a, uh, uh, and a black hood was pu- placed over his head, and he was taken uh, a few hours away. When he finally arrived, BWK uh, was more terrified than normal. He was placed <laughs> in a chair. <laughs> normal. <laughs> he was placed in a chair, and his hood was removed. He saw four figures standing in front of him, but his eyes had not adjusted yet. <laughs> One of the figures said, when it's time to party, we will party hard. <laughs> <laughs> the four figures said in unison, and it was four Andrew WKs <laughs> in a room full of reptoids. <laughs> The room was decorated with generic party decor, and in the Andrew WK's forced BWK to party till he puked so much that he eventually died. <laughs> he partied so hard that he died. Yeah, he partied till he puked <laughs> with the Andrew WK song. That is so in character. So what did he, what did he die of? Dehydration. Um, he died of puke, partying. <laughs> he partied too hard. He partied to death, which actually isn't that bad of a way to die. So four fake Andrew WKs made him die. Well, that's the only ones that we know of. Right, okay. Right. There could be more Andrew <laughs> WKs out there. Right. But we just don't know it yet. Anyway, so... <laughs> Dually. Oh, you're so maniacal. No, I knew th- that this one, this one isn't, this, isn't that bad. You'll know why I'm laughing within the first sentence, okay? Mm. <laughs> Hold on. All right. <laughs> Dooley's band Glacier found themselves <laughs> with an overnight hit single on their hands called, <laughs> called Who Punched the Bus? <laughs> Alright, I gotta compose myself here. I'll just start over. Dooley's yeah. band Glacier found themselves with an overnight hit single on their hands called Who Punched the Bus? Yeah. After an insane rise to the top, Dooley could not handle all the mainstream coverage uh, his band was getting. <laughs> he was sick of seeing eight-year-old white suburbanites punching buses thinking they were cool. <laughs> he developed an addiction to grandpa's cough medicine, <laughs> which isn't street slang. He literally just kept drinking grandpa's brand <laughs> cough medicine. <laughs> After hitting rock bottom, puffing on a marijuana cigarette at Old Orchard Beach, Dooley checked himself into a rehab. Deciding he had had enough of the rehab, he broke out and trekked up to his Seattle home cracked open a case of his favorite cough medicine and overdosed. 
his next door neighbor, Courtney Love, found him dead. <laughs> and in true Courtney Love fashion, blew oh, his head off with a shotgun. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, you see what I did there? Yes. The whole time I didn't quite know. I was like, Seattle? Yeah. That was on. Cough medicine. Cough medicine wasn't on there. I just threw that in because you say that all the time. Grandpa's old cough medicine. Yep, that's what you say. Anyway, that's how you died. That was Yay. great. That was a good one. So don't forget to write a song, you guys, called uh, Who Punched the Bus. Who Punched the Bus. That sounds I like feel like it would be like Who Let the Dogs Out. You guys should really record that so we can put it up on the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, anyway, so let's get to our topic, which is Top 5 Weird Al Original Songs. So we're going, if anybody listened to our Top 5 TV theme songs uh, show, we're going to run it the same way. Uh, we did that show where we're going to talk about us. We're going to name the song, listen to a uh, brief part of the song, and then we'll talk about it and say why we liked it and why we picked it. So the reason why, so this is, I guess this is kind of niche. If you don't know, so Weird Al makes parodies. Everyone knows that. If you don't know Weird Al makes parodies, <laughs> I I don't I can't even believe you're listening to this show either, or even know what a podcast is. You know, I actually uh, I was having a conversation with a coworker about Weird Al, <laughs> and um, and uh, that the coworker didn't even know who Weird Al was. The coworker is older, uh, like ninety five years no, old. No, no, I mean. Uh, Old enough to know better. <laughs> uh, they were in their 30s. <laughs> old, so, uh, no excuse. You know what I mean? And I, I, I was actually taken aback that she did know who oh, it was. Oh, it was a she? Oh, shit. I just gave it away. Oh, <laughs> oh Ryan. Well, oh. If, if my boss is listening, uh, yeah, well, serves you right. Yeah. You want American piece of trash. That's what you, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. No, but um, so, I mean, in my the reason why, because I picked this episode, the reason why I wanted to do it, because in my opinion... I think his originals are much better than his parodies. His his parodies are great, but with his originals, he's not bound to anything. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I I I somewhat agree with you because of you know, well, you just said it because he's he's not bound by anything, and his he is a certified genius, right? Yeah. That is a true fact. He's a genius in France. He's a genius in France. What does that mean? That's uh popular Weird Al song off of the <laughs> Poodle Hat record, you fucking... So the reason why I also asked Ryan to come on the show is because he is a self-acclaimed Weird Al aficionado, so... He has a hardcover be... Weird Al book with him. It's a great book. Bu- hey, Dooley gave me this book for Christmas one year. Oh, you guys are too cute. These these two went on a road trip together, friends. Let's not forget it. Yeah. Hey, we, we listened to Weird Al the entire way. That's right. They did that. And then... um. Uh, real quick story about uh, these two, just so we can get so we can identify emotionally with the with our new host here. Uh, Ryan Trainer has a very strict diet, or at least he used to. He used to only eat chicken fingers and French fries and pizza. Right, that uh, was primarily no, it. No chicken fingers, just no, no, no. Oh, right, right. Just French fries, pizza, and Grill, peanut peanut butter sandwiches, grilled cheese, and grilled cheese. Pretty much any carbs and uh, yeah, anything. That's all he them. ate. He wouldn't even try new food. Uh, then they went on this big long road trip, and he still didn't try new food. Uh, then Ryan got a new girlfriend and started trying <laughs> new food. And then Dooley was really pissed at Ryan because he felt that that life changing uh, trip he should have been trying foods. And Dooley was mad about it. And I just wanted to put you two on the spot. Why don't you guys figure that out right now? No, that's fine. You know, the only I, I mean, as as weird food goes, is like trying new weird food. Like I ate I eat like a Caesar salad now. That's about it. That's Which about is huge as, for Ryan. That's Trainer. about as adventurous as I get. So I don't think I really would have missed out on like the alligator that when you, you ate. Yeah, in, exactly. Uh, when you think Louisiana. about it, it's like you should really try this, Ryan. Kids never tried anything in his life, and I'm eating like a 
like Buffalo Burger. <laughs> right, they're on the road trip of their lives, and Ryan's like, oh, I'll have a grilled cheese in every state. <laughs> no, but you know what? We did go to Melt in best Ohio, and yep. it was the best grilled cheese that I've ever had in my life. Oh, well, whoopty dick Hey, didn't you see Saves the Day there? We did. Yeah, Saves yeah. the Day was there oh. eating, uh, eating a grilled Saves cheese. Saves the Day is a band. It's my favorite band. I forgot that people don't know that. It's I'll be, be BWK right now. Let's get back on track. Oh, <laughs> so <right>. Thank you. <laughs> you need to be BWK. You are fucking BWK for the show. So... So this episode, we're only talking about Weird Al originals. We're going to do our top five favorite original songs. Um, so who starts it? You do, because you picked it. Okay. So get your phone ready. All right. Uh, here we go. So don't forget, we're going to name the song. We're going to then play a bit of the song, and then we're going to talk about the song. So let's get the show on the road. Okay. So my number five is off the Weird Al Yankovic record, Running With Scissors. Okay. And it is called Your Horoscope for Today. Your horse goat? Your horoscope for today. Oh, your today. horoscope. I thought you said horse goat. I was like, I don't think <laughs> your, I've heard of that your song. Your horse goat. Had, uh, have you guys heard the song? Absolutely. That's it. That was uh, that was very high on my list. It didn't, it didn't make Well, it. you know what? I, uh, I didn't hear it. So, yeah, so let's give it a listen. All right, so we're going to listen to it right now. So here with uh, your horoscope for today is uh, a young man by the name of Weird Al Yankovic. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> And that was your horoscope for today <laughs> by Weird Al. That song is super ska like, huh? It's yeah, it's it's just a his take on a ska song. He was but like he knew he ran into uh, Dickie Barrett from the Mighty Mighty Boston's earlier that day and was like, <laughs> wrote that song. <laughs> All right, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, I could probably do that. <laughs> but I it's such a good example of like that signature Weird Al humor where he's like being kind of random. Like yep. he can just he in that song it's such a good outlet to say whatever you want because it's just like quick one-liners and i love that give a hickey to meryl streep <laughs> <laughs> he uh man one thing too we we've all seen him live right yeah Dooley. Mm-hmm. he is his band is one of the most like vocally on par as a band harmony group i've ever heard in my life yeah absolutely if, if anybody like discredits him because of like the genre of music he plays you are 
you have no idea how talented of a musician they actually are. That's I hope Weird Al hears this. I, you know what? I would, uh, <laughs> you know, actually for all of our listeners out there, uh, Weird Al is playing October fifth up at the Hampton Beach <laughs> Casino Ballroom. Quick plug: uh, tickets on available on Ticketmaster. Still great seats available. <laughs> that's right. And for all our national and world listeners, that's in um, <laughs> somewhere near us, Ham- Hampton. <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty minutes up four ninety five. Right, four ninety five. Everybody knows that. So, so, anyways, yeah, I picked that song because I, uh, I just, I think it's just a very good. Like, if you were like, what is this Weird Al guy all about? I feel like you could hear that song and just be like, okay. His, like, humor is pretty much just, like, a giant cartoon. Right. And it's, uh, I don't know. I'm not a big ska fan, but his, like, oh, his voice in that song is just so good. It's infectious, feel-good music not heard since the summer of Umbach. <laughs> I a, would, wow. That is summer a great, of Nicely Umbach. put. That's a great song. No, and I, uh, when I was uh, first, like, kind of getting used to that, uh, when, when I first started getting used to that song, I always waited for that when he would talk about, like, the Libra, and I was like, that's, that's my Oh, yeah, because that's you. Yeah. And then I would always laugh at him making fun of me in the song. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. That, that is what's going to happen I do to have me. to give a hickey to Meryl Streep. Uh, um, cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, your horoscope for today is Julie's number five. My number five uh, is going pretty far back uh, to what album? I don't know because I didn't do as much research <laughs> as you guys did. I just know the songs maybe Ryan, I like. Maybe Ryan can tell of you. Of course he's going to know it. I'll tell you what uh, what awards he won for the song. <laughs> well, Jesus H. All right, so uh, my number five pick was um, Got a Boogie. and um, I don't know that one. I actually don't know that Are one. Are you kidding me? Wow, this is good. This uh, is good. I thought there was going to be a lot of repeats. We might. Uh, well, we're only two in, so well, <laughs> we got we got uh, what thirteen more to go. I'm optimistic. All right, so here it is. Uh, got a boogie by Weird Al. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that is obviously on my list. Yeah, <laughs> um, because that's, that's I, just a one punchline song. Huh? <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, there's more to it than that. It's like uh, he goes on to say that he can't uh, flick it off, uh, and the girls say, "Oh no, you can't lick it off." Uh, Ooh, gross! <laughs> and you know who can't relate to having a boogie <laughs> on their finger? I mean, these are real world issues. Right. I, was I mean, about. it's the plight of man to have boogie. <laughs> 
on your Sometimes finger. Sometimes you got a booger you just can't get off. Right. And you know what? It spoke to me. And you know what? Even today, I had a boogie on my finger and yeah, I couldn't get it off. That's super old, Weird Al. Yeah, it is very old. Um, I think my dad showed me that song. So. Oh, that's definitely dad humor too. Oh my God. It's such a dad humor song. And it's my humor song. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, not really too much to say about it. I just... I like I said I heard that song when I was very young and boogers are funny especially to a child. Oh yes. Especially to me as a child. So um it definitely and made you my... as a man child. Right. I love boogie. <laughs> <laughs> hey Ryan Trainer. Uh yes Matt. Uh how do you uh, make a tissue dance? Uh, I don't know, Matt. How do you how do you make a tissue dance? You put a little boogie in it. <laughs> ah, wow. Huh? Oh, that joke killed across America just now. So, well, you, you know what? Uh, the the thing that I I uh, off of that is uh, you talking about your dad kind of introducing that song to you. Uh, that's one of the things that I love about Weird Al is that you you know your you know your dad can get you into it, and then thirty years later, um, you know it, you're you're going to a Weird Al show with your kid, and he's just so uh, he, you know he's he's so. <laughs> He transcends age, and everybody loves him. And pretty much, if you don't love Weird Al, then uh, you can just go straight down to hell. Wow. Well, probably you will. You I probably can't wait for that. the. This is such a niche episode, though. You... I know there's gonna be ten people that loved it, and everybody and else hated like, it. It's not that good. <laughs> Christ <laughs> Almighty! And so I was just like sucking Weird Al's dick. Honestly, sucking Weird Al's dick. Wow. If Weird Al came into the room and and he needed something, you know, he needed it done. I say this with a record of staunch heterosexuality. Here we go, Ryan Tran. I would suck that man's dick dry. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Weird Al. I bet he was like on board with this show. And yeah, was like, you know what? Maybe I like... will contact him. And then you said that. He goes, you know what? I, I really can't afford that <laughs> PR right now. Uh, but Ryan Trainer, no, you're... Weird Al, come back. Weird Al, uh, Weird Al. I just called you Weird Al. I'm out of my mind. Tired. I wish I looked like Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Um, yeah, Ryan Trainer's your first ever top five list pick debut wow. well this is uh this is just uh unbelievable thanks thanks again guys for having having <laughs> me on the show yeah no problem so my uh my t- my uh fifth pick is uh dating back to 1984 okay before we were all born it, it was uh and this is on the dare to be stupid album uh this song is uh this is the life Ooh, that Ooh, I, is a really good one. Well, I why don't, we, don't uh, know that one either. Really? Wow. Yeah. Let's well, uh, let's take a listen to it. So uh, here we go. This is a life by Weird Al Yankovic.
And we're back. You know what? I got something to say about that song. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of like negative publicity, you know, for the one percenters and everything like that. But you know what? They 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 sound like they got it pretty good. Yeah, they do. You know, they they you know what? They know how to live life. Right. You know, it's you know who am I? Well, I personally think that that's kind of a commentary on how like uncreative rich people can be because it's like, all right, you're so rich, and he's just like eating a lot of filet mignon. Right. It's pretty bland. <laughs> what <laughs> would you? All right, Julie. What would you do if you were rich? If I was rich, R- yeah, I'd, you're so good at it. I'd buy my own planet. You buy your own planet? <laughs> yeah, that I'd make my terrible. own conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, well, well okay. you getting rich would be a conspiracy into itself. You can't put me on the spot like that. Sure, I can. Go uh, ahead, Ryan. C- I'd make you extinct. A uh, couple of quick facts about this song. Um, I I kind of got into a little bit of the um, like the you know behind. Um, the success of the albums just because you know I wasn't around you know neither of us were really around for that time frame but this peaked uh, this this peaked at number 50 on the billboard chart really which uh, this record the dare to be stupid record which is uh, a little surprising um, it, it actually kind of surprised me a lot with a few of the numbers later on but um, the other thing about this song is that it was it, he was written and used in the movie Johnny dangerously Ooh. Oh, with uh, Michael, Michael Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton yeah. That movie's awesome. Yeah, so it's this. The intro to the movie is actually this song. Huh? Um, is that is that movie a comedy? It yeah. is. It's like a. Ma- it's like a basically. Is like, it mafia? It's a kind of. It's like a nineteen because the song is like a nineteen thirties kind of play. You right. Know, um, yeah. And. Um, it's about some kid and his mom, um, you know, she, she has like met piling up medical bills or something like that. Yeah. So and he becomes a mobster. Exactly. And the bad guy goes, you Fargan holes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I didn't know that, uh, until kind of doing a little bit of research for the show. I didn't know that this song was in that movie. Um, but, um, yeah, the dare to be stupid album is, is I'm sure. Dare we'll- to be stupid. The, uh, parody, uh, or the song or whatever is. It probably my top three favorite Weird Al songs. Period. Well, I'm sure that we'll probably see that. Did, on, uh... did you just give away your? <laughs> no. Oh, that's 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 an that's an original song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I always <laughs> thought. I always thought um, it was a uh, Devo cover because of the uh, outfits and the well, hats. Well, we'll get to it. Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll well, get to it. Go to hell. <laughs> Well, All right, so uh, do, that's your number uh, five? That is that is my number five. Julie, number four. Do it right now. <laughs> my number four introduce, is... Introduce it like a song. The um, theme song to his film, UHF. All the right. song is UHF. Wow. Here, here nice we go. choice.
his pop sensibility is out of this world. He is just an incredible songwriter. <laughs> really he really is. is. A hit making I could machine. not write a song that great. No, we never will. Except I, for the bus song. Uh, who punched the bus? Who punched the bus? Yeah, that song's going to be <laughs> we, Trump yeah, all week. Everybody call your local radio station requesting Who, who punched, punched the, the bus? bus by Glacier. Um, so let me talk about UHF for a moment. Sure. So have both of you guys seen this movie? Yes. We've watched it together. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, well, so this was the theme song. For those of you who don't know, this is the theme song for the Weird Al Yankovic movie UHF. And the plot, of, I think it's such a good theme song. It, like, it really encapsulates the vibe of the movie. Now, the movie is he's like the slacker guy who has like a wild imagination who inherits a um, local like UHF television station and winds up making his own programming and the programming becomes wildly successful and then he has to compete with like the corrupt like, um, you know, giant syndication syndicated networks. Right. Um, this movie bombed when it came out in the theater. Oh, it was going up against like... Batman, the nineteen eighty nine Batman and like Honey I Shrunk the Kids, all these blockbusters and Jiminy's. then little UHF coming by. And it's such I think it's a great movie. It is, it's great. It really is funny. Great. Um but I mean it was it went by unnoticed. Even with uh a huge star, Michael Richards is uh, you know, huge lead in that movie too. Kramer yep. from Seinfeld yeah. and yeah. he couldn't even br- uh, dig it out of the grave there and uh it's too bad. It was a great film. Like, well, I think I think what Julie said attributes to its success is uh, it was going up against some pretty big movies. Yeah, so. some, there were some other big contenders that came out that year. Right, just Batman. Didn't stand uh, a chance. I'm pretty sure Batman won Best Picture of the Year that year. Probably. Um, cool. But yeah, I, I, I just uh, his his pop sensibility is just it's wonderful. That's the other thing too is like his uh, his ability to write a good song in any genre is pretty unmatched by anybody. <laughs> um, but anyway, so my number four pick um, is like in, in a totally <laughs> different genre. Is uh, one more minute. Oh, one great, more minute. Great, great yeah. song. All right, let's uh, take a listen to it right now. One more minute. That was the <laughs> 50s doo-wop song, One More Minute by Weird Al. That song is so, uh, like, 
I remember listening to that song for the like one of the first times and laughing so hard, but then like being like shocked at like the imagery it creates mm. when it's just like he does that often. Yeah, he does that one uh, part of the song where it's like. I'd rather rip my heart right out of its rib cage <laughs> and throw it on the floor and stomp on it until I die. <laughs> it's just like, as a kid, I'm like, wow, that's, that's something, it huh? Weird. That's weird. I never thought about ripping my own heart out, but now I do it every day. But um, yeah, I, like uh, like I said, it's just his uh, his buildup is great. I feel like he has a couple of different like styles that he does. So he either is like, you know, super random throughout the whole thing, like super absurd and like cartoony. Or he has the style of song where he kind of builds and builds and builds up to like a complete like line changer in the, right. you know, and like yep. like a big punchline. Yep. And then like the song goes from there. Like now that you know the punchline, you know, I feel like that's kind of a format that he follows. Absolutely. Well, one thing that I, that I found, uh, found out about that song searching around online for you know doing my homework for the show here <laughs> is um when you think of weird al um you know he's such a fun loving guy he's got a bunch of great funny songs um but that song he actually wrote to cope with the heartbreak of actually getting broken up with really with, with an actual that was, girlfriend that was his like <laughs> that was, that was his version of people like write songs that are like oh, fucking kill myself and he's like hey but i do want to rip out my heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how it goes <laughs> But, yeah, uh, that's it. <laughs> um, if you, you want to hear what Weird Al's heartache sounds like, that song is an accurate portrayal of how he feels after he was broken up with. Hey, I, guy. Can, I can get that. I mean, I'd rather you know do all that stuff when I got when I got broken up with. But yeah. hey, you know, I can relate. You know, I can relate to a boogie on my finger, and I can <laughs> relate to heart heartache. So wow, so far he's two for two for me. But yeah, that's my Full number four. Made. Um, Ryan, go ahead, number four. All right, my number four. Uh, came out in the year 1996 uh one of his most popular records i think arguably well, maybe not his most popular but arguably one of his most popular if the bad hair day album oh, bad hair here day. we go this is where it's gonna start <laughs> the night santa went crazy oh wow okay oh all right well why don't we uh why don't we take a listen to why don't we listen to that song and see uh see what happened that night so here it is the night santa went crazy according to uh weird al
Santa was never the same again. <laughs> yeah, that song, uh, that record, Bad Hair Day, that was, I think, the first CD I ever bought. Uh, yeah, like the actual CD. I think it was pro- pro- probably most people in our age group that was the first CD that you bought. The first CD I bought was I. I got two cassette tapes for my first albums. One was the, van- the Vanilla Ice cassette tape, Ooh, and, the nice. other, and the other one was Green Jello. Oh wow, huh? Because I like the Little Pig song. That's great. <laughs> and Green good. Jelly. They were originally Green Jello. My cassette really? was Green Jello. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Then they got sued by Jello and had to change their name. Huh. Well, you learn something new every day, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, no, that song, uh, it just had a deep impact with me. Um, that, that record, Bad Hair Day, I just, uh, I mean, it was a huge record back then. In 96, yeah. it had some huge, huge parody hits, obviously Amish Paradise being, you know, the, the top one. Uh, the thing that I really um, found interesting about that album, it, uh, it like when you think of Weird Al, he's had some huge songs. For that album, it peaked at number uh, 14, Number fourteen on the Billboard charts, which I think is kind of crazy. That song, yeah, uh, not that song. Oh, but the album. That, ra- that record in in general, um, which is a little crazy because I mean Amish Paradise back then. I mean that was the yeah. song of the summer back. Then. <laughs> the song uh, of the summer. I don't know. Summer. If I, I don't know. If that's I remember. True. I remember being in fifth grade and bringing um, some kid brought a boombox because I had the CD and we would listen to that record at uh, at recess. And I remember like so stupid, but I just remember like feeling like such like a a legitimate badass because we were playing music at yeah. recess. Even That's though it was great. Weird Al, but I was like, ah, oh, just I'm like, I'm, I'm embarrassed right now thinking about how cool <laughs> I thought I was. You know what's funny? I had the same exact feeling though. We'd listen to like corn. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh, I just wanted like some like quote unquote like popular girl to walk by and be like is offended. That, is that music? Is that rock <laughs> and or roll? <laughs> Uh, I have one one funny uh, story about being a young kid. Well, I'll determine how funny that is. It's, I mean, it's more embarrassing to me more than anything. <laughs> but uh, I went on a trip when I was younger. This was second grade. I had uh, Miss Maxwell as a teacher. So if you're listening, Miss Maxwell, you can go Nobody straight Nobody is listening <laughs> to the show, out. Ryan. Miss <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Maxwell was my second grade teacher. I'd went to- She's um, probably dead. Honestly, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, second grade- <laughs> Somehow this is going to get back to her, and I am going to get in trouble. I'm going to have to write on the chalkboard. Get its first lawsuit. Uh, But so uh, in second grade, I went to Disney uh, Disney World uh, in Florida with my family, and I got a Mickey Mouse puppet. So when we got back, I went and we did like a talent show in my class. Oh, they're going to say at your house. No, at my house (laughs) in front of my mom. That's it. No, but in my class. And I had two friends with me and we did a ventriloquist uh, or I did like a ventriloquist like uh, puppeteer act with uh, the Mickey Mouse puppet that I got in Florida. And I um, had two backup dancers with me. And we did it to the night Santa went crazy. With a puppet? <laughs> With a puppet, yeah. So Mickey Mouse was singing that's, it. That's really strange. So <laughs> it was outrageous. You're fucking weird. So, but I didn't get very far into it because that song, I mean, it gets really, really kind of crazy, especially for second graders. I don't know what the hell, you know, I was thinking. I mean, I wasn't because I was in second grade. I wasn't th- thinking at all. But so the teacher cut me off midway through song, wouldn't let me finish. And I was, f- I was so upset. I was so mad. Did and you cry? 
I did. I you definitely, definitely cried. cried. Oh, yes, I definitely cried, and I, I just, I, and now I look back on it with just. Did she like? Did she like reprimand you? No, she. Yeah, yo, know, she, she just, she made me, she belittled me and made me feel like a jerk. But that song always made me feel like a jerk. She so, did. Made me feel like a real heel. So <laughs> just for a real, you know. A summary of that story is you cried because your second grade teacher did not let you finish a performance of The Night Santa Went Crazy with a Mickey Mouse puppet. Yes, oh. absolutely. All right. All right. Really and my on. number three <laughs> is the song Dare to Be Stupid oh, off of wow. Dare to Be Stupid. I'm really upset that I didn't realize that was an original. Like, oh. I, like I said. You're such a dingus. I can't believe that. I know. I really am. I'm genuinely pissed off at myself. But. Am I so wrong to think that at the time when I saw that video, I thought it, I've always thought it was a Devo song well, forever. Well, I actually have something to say about that. So let's listen to the song and then we'll talk about All it. All right. This is my, probably one of my favorite Weird Al songs, Dare to be Stupid. Okay, that song is fucking awesome. It's so fucking good. That song is so good. That song will be played at my wedding. Mark my words. <laughs> uh, Jesus that, Christ, yeah. that song. Yeah, so it's actually not that dumb of you to think that it was a direct um, a direct parody of a Devo song. Um, it was definitely in reference to Devo, and he does that a lot, where he doesn't necessarily parody a specific song, but he almost parodies a genre. Right. Or he parodies a he parodies a specific yeah, and it's a style parody exactly, and that's actually called a pastiche. The word for that is a musical pastiche. And oh, uh, he okay. does it. He does it a lot. He did one. Um, I don't know if this is on, on any of your list. So I'm not going to talk much about it. But he did one about the nine, from the Nine Inch Nails called Germs. Oh, yep, yep. And oh. it's like definitely like super industrial. Mm-hmm. Um, he just he doesn't parody a direct song, but takes like their style. And uh, one of the dudes from Devo heard that song, and he said it was like one of the most beautiful like songs <laughs> he ever heard. And he was pissed at Weird Al for writing it because it was so good. Oh, He's wow. like, I think it's incredible. And I actually am kind of pissed at him because I love it. That's it. it that's it's such a, it's such a good song. There's a song. lot going on in that song. Yeah, musically. it's it's super it, super complex, and it it like melds together so well. Everything in it very it's well so written. Yeah, excellently written. And what's it about? Uh, what's what about the song? Yeah, 
about being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're like, oh, this song is so good. And then you listen to the lyrics, and he's like, you can eat a lot of sushi, then forget to leave a tap. Tap. <laughs> uh, for the longest time when he says, you can just give up the ship, I always thought he said shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, he never would do he that. He never cusses. Ever. He does not curse. Well, I know that now. But um, anyway, that's a awesome pick. I'm very jealous. It, that would, if Had I known that, it would easily be my number one. But I have a great number one. So anyway, uh, my number... Number three, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. I had, I had a couple more things to say about it. Oh, okay. Real quick. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. This song was in a movie. Um, Can you guess what movie the song was in? 16 Candles. So close. Transformers the movie. That's great. Which one? The cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so weird. What the hell is that song doing in there? I don't know. <laughs> All uh, right. The actual quote from the dude from Devo said, I was in shock. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. He sort of re-sculpted that song into something else, and I hate him for it, basically. That's awesome. What a compliment. I wish yeah. somebody hated me for doing something well. <laughs> I hate you every day. Because <laughs> I'm great at everything. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, it was played in Transformers as the theme of the Junkians, a group of robots living on the planet of junk. <laughs> okay. I've never seen that That sounds like some borderline racist shit (laughs) (laughs) Living on the planet of whites Were the uh, voices of the Junkians like Hey you better not be touching my shit Oh come on What What? Am am I so far off Uh, Yeah (laughs) Man you and and BWK need to let loose Bunch of tight buttholes Uh, Speaking of tight buttholes This is my number three song Um, Also off of the Bad Hair Day uh, album, but this one is called uh, "Everything You Know Is Wrong." Oh, oh that's great, a great, great song. song. This song. Oh, all right. Let you know. What, screw it. Let's just. <laughs> we're, we're just spending all day just agreeing with each other, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, when we do things like this, it's really very hard to diff- uh, <laughs> uh, argue about it. So, but I don't know. People like to hear us agree too. But uh, let's take a listen to "Everything You Know Is Wrong" by Weird Al. That song is so fucking good. <laughs> Weird Al is a fucking musical the, genius. The higher we get on the lists, we're like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, it's like the best thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> the, the, can you compare him to anybody? No. No. That, I, nope. I think the only 
thing I can compare them to is like maybe like they might be giants. Sort of. That's, I, that's funny. That was a style parody of a he wanted to. Um, oh, specifically that, that song. Was, yeah, for them they might be giants. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. So you hit the nail right on the head there. Wow. All so. right then. You know what's funny? There's a uh, there's a very specific part in that song that's very they might be giants like, and it's the part where it's like he his vocal tone is like and that's gonna leave them bleeding there and the end. that's super yeah they might be giant style that's fucking awesome that, i love that song and the uh this the, the vocal uh melody line to that song is so up and down and he's he's so good i'm upset <laughs> he doesn't have enough time to take a breath in that song he does a great job are you yeah. guys are you guys familiar with mike patton at all yep uh from faith no more Oh, okay, yeah. I feel like he gets a lot of praise because he's kind of a jack-of-all-trades, and like he's in a bunch of bands, and they all sound totally different, and he tackles a lot of different genres. Yeah. And he gets a lot of praise for that, and that's kind of what he's known for, but like, Weird Al does it all the time. He's got to do it, and he's been doing it consistently for 30 years. What the hell? (laughs) He he is is something else. That's a big credit to his band, which is funny, uh, which I think is crazy, too. I mean, we all have played in bands here, and we know how how tough it is to keep a band together for even a couple years, never mind 30. Right. Glacier will break up in a week. Uh, I'm surprised we actually (laughs) broke up last week. We just haven't released it to the press yet. (laughs) The press is the press. Uh, But no, the thing that that I love about him, too... Um, you know, you watch behind the music with all these other bands and there's this, you know, this guy was kicked out and this guy. Yeah, and all this turmoil. They formed this band in 1982. They've had the same four guys in the band the entire time. Are you kidding me? Not one person. There's never been a scab ever. Really? Yes, same guys. Are you sure? 100%. I've checked that. I've fact-checked that. (laughs) Come on. Come on. You know who? uh, The man with the book. maybe, Maybe not every member, but you know who else had that kind of record? Who's that? Slayer. No, oh, you know, well, up until <laughs> recently. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody died. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah. No. So yeah, I mean, but, I think the thesis of this evening is Weird Al is as credible and reliable and tight as Slayer. No, you could set your uh, set your watch to him. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my that's my pick is uh, everything you know is wrong. Another Weird Al song where it's super random. I think we could start kind of pinpointing. Right. Let's what, just let's just start writing songs. We just start saying words. Well, like that one's like the the random absurd kind of humor. Yep. But let's see, let's see, like, and dare to be stupid's random and absurd. Yeah. But then, like, you got some other songs where it kind of builds up to a, a big punchline. Yeah, absolutely. Right, uh, Ryan, number three, middle uh, of the pack. Well, you know what? My number three, I think it's uh, a testament to our friendship over there, Duelman. My number three, weird, is also dare to be stupid. Dare to be stupid. So great. Uh, that song, uh, I won't say too much about it. We've already, you know, we harped on that for a while. Um, one thing that I thought found interesting about that uh, about that also that we haven't mentioned is that dare to be stupid is Al's motto in life. <laughs> he, that's I guess like hit like everybody has got a catchphrase or a mo- like that's his thing like oh dare to be stupid and then he wrote a song about it. Nice. Oh really? Yeah. That's that's a you know what if you if you put some actual thought into it it's an excellent motto. He's so philosophical. He is just a uh, why? Know. How do you what? What do you mean? Oh, because like dare to be stupid, man. That's like <laughs> that's like a, such a play on like contemporary like, like journalism. <laughs> so, like, journalism. You just went think it's way like, off it's like, Yeah, it's like dare to be stupid. It's like I don't know if God is like a man or a woman, but like there's definitely a higher power out there. <laughs> dare to be stupid. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to even attempt it. <laughs> Uh, well, what do you what do you mean? He's super philosophical. I, I I'm I was oh you were punking me. Yeah, I was were you a spoofing bit. me? You, you fell got, for it, you idiot. You got punked. <laughs> no, I mean, not to like really look into it, but dare to be stupid is a really good motto. It's pretty much just like 
don't be afraid to try something is all it is, even if it's stupid. Like starting a podcast is pretty dumb. <laughs> and uh, eating a bunch of sushi and forgetting to leave a tip, that is just <laughs> stupid. Yeah, no. you would never. No. No. And one, uh, one other quick thing I'll say about that, just because I don't really get into it uh, with my other two songs here. But what I love about old, like uh, older Weird Al, now this is going to make me sound like differentiating old Weird Al from new Weird Al. Okay. This um, is... Uh, but, uh, pre- oh, okay, I'll bite. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, old Weird Al, day. what I love is um, is his, I feel like back in the 80s and early 90s, his, his like delivery of the songs was a lot more like wacky and zany, like uh, and dare to be stupid, like, uh, you know, like, you can eat a bunch of sushi and forget to leave a tear. <laughs> you know, it's just so outrageous. I, I just, and he gets, Oh, what, like- what like vocal style? It vo- yeah, his vocal delivery. It was a lot more zany back then. Like right, with, you know, uh, like another one rides the boss. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot more like harsh and. Uh, I just I love that. I think that is just so funny. So what, you think he sings a little more now? He's a, he's. I mean, he's a great singer. So mm-hmm. and he's he's definitely he sings more now than he did back then. Back then he, he I think he maybe tried to rely more on like that Sounding delivery. Goofy. Right. Yeah, and now he doesn't need to because I mean he's just a great singer. So he's a you know he does that. I could, but I could get on board with. That. But back yeah. then, he, I mean, especially like, and girls just want to have lunch. Like that's <laughs> uh, he, the, lunch. girls just want to have lunch. lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and same thing with uh, you know, this is this girls is, just want to have lunch. <laughs> this is the life, you know. I I buy a dozen cars when I'm in the mood, and I just uh, and then like in uh the parody of uh, La Bamba lasagna Lasa- oh, that's lasagna <laughs> <laughs> See, just a little bit more zany than uh and and if uh weird al if you're listening maybe you could get back to that on the next record get a little bit more don't <laughs> hey, get back to, to your roots man yeah dare to be stupid weird al come on <laughs> yeah come this on. guy will suck your dick <laughs> dry <laughs> <laughs> dry i might add <laughs> Out of drop left. <laughs> Gonna suck Weird Al's weird dick. Hey, if I, I'm, I'll just go out on a limb and say it here. I'm the only one admitting it, but everyone else in this room feels the same way that I do. Yeah. You're just uh, not we admitting it. We love you, it. man. Uh, anyway, Dooley, number two. Okay, so my number two, um, and I don't know. I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, but my number two is the Weird Al original Albuquerque. Ooh, okay. That's yeah. a good one. Yep, I'll, I'll get I'm not that. very familiar with it, so uh, why don't we uh, give it a listen to with uh, Albuquerque. Sure. Station had this contest to see who could correctly guess 
number of molecules in Leonard Nimoy's butt. I was off by three, but I still won the grand prize. That's right. So that song is 11 minutes and 23 seconds long. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy. It just goes on and on. It's a gigantic story, and it's so good. You know what that song instantly reminded me of? What? Was uh, Tommy the Cat by Primus. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> just like instantly when he was, just the way he was talking and like the music was going on behind him. But uh, yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. So he tells this whole story about, it starts off with him like talking about how he didn't want to eat sauerkraut and how he runs away from home. And he tells this wicked elaborate story that goes on for 10 minutes. And finally, he just like talks and talks and talks himself into a corner. And finally, towards the end of the song, gets to a point where he's just like, oh, yeah, so, so what was I talking about? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I hate sauerkraut. And then relates it back to the very first thing he said, which was how he hates sauerkraut. And it's so, I remember when I first heard that, I was like, that is so clever. I can't believe he just related it back to sauerkraut. I like a good clever pun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this song, I mean, it's. I think it would be uh, inappropriate for this song not to be on a top, you know, if there's, if you're talking, especially about, I mean, top five in general, it would be inappropriate if this song didn't appear on there somewhere. <laughs> uh, it became like a cult classic. Well, I remember when I went and got, I got Running With Scissors like the day it came out, and uh, I was like looking at the running times of each one of the songs. I'm like, the song says it's 11 minutes long. I was like, what the hell? And I remember like following along with the lyrics and there was only like the first few lines and then in the lyric book it's like the lyrics are going along with the song and then the lyrics start to say yeah you know what i really kind of miscalculated like the layout of this insert the the lyrics are not gonna fit on here so i'm just you're just gonna have to do your best with this one all right thanks good luck (laughs) that's That's great that's really funny uh the other thing that i heard about that song too when i was doing a little bit of research um he intended it uh, for he intended for it to be just completely unlistenable. That's why I put it as the last song on the record. And he said, you know what? Uh, that is uh, my hats off to anybody who can actually get through that whole song. And it kind of backfired on him because it became kind of like a cult, cla- you know, a cult favorite of all. It's of so inter- it's very engaging, right? Yeah. So that's that's a great pick. Thanks. Sweet. All right. So my number two. Um, I know I picked one off of this album, and I'm picking another one off of that uh, Bad Hair Day. But uh, my number two. Is um and this is one I think could be on other people's list, but uh I'm saying it first is uh I remember Larry. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember Larry is very funny and it goes back to um the whole build up um songwriting structure lyric wise that we were talking about earlier with things getting progressively more and more uh, insane to a final payoff, which is great. But this <laughs> is uh I remember Larry off of Bad Hair Day.
That song's so funny. It's so yeah, good. It's the best. <laughs> it's so good. I wish I could play. I wish we could play uh, all these songs uh, at full length, but um, I don't know. The podcast would be super long. Yeah. I'm probably gonna get shit for not. I'm I, I'm damned if I'm if I do. I'm damned if I don't. Either I put the full song in there, and people complain. You know, it's way too long, or I don't. And people complain. But well, so with that song, like he's describing his his neighbor Larry who he's like saying in a jovial way like oh he's such a funny guy he used to play all these pranks and then it goes on and on and it's like these pranks suck it's like what a dick this guy was yeah, and Larry he's like was a real jerk. and you can and like he's singing all of the right notes but towards the middle of it you can tell he's like kind of annoyed when he's sing, sing it and he's like I remember when he did this and it kind of sucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what he and says and then finally the third the third verse he just loses his shit he's like remember when I broke in his house <laughs> tied his mouth with a rag <laughs> man dude you do a spot on weird Al <laughs> thanks man <laughs> uh, but yeah that song is uh, uh, I remember listening to that song for the first time and when it takes that turn where he breaks into gets Larry's house Larry. and gets revenge I was just like curled up laughing <laughs> and I was like man I'm gonna do that to somebody someday <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna break in his house in time to a tree oh uh, yeah um one but of that, the, the music in that song too is like super they might be giants yeah that album's so freaking good yeah it's a classic yeah it is a classic Oof, it is late my friend my <laughs> eyes are showing how late your eyes it is. you look stoned right now two, you two o'clock a.m. is coming early <laughs> my the air I'm breathing is cleaner than yours <laughs> That's a very. If anybody gets that reference, put it on the Facebook, and I will send you a dollar. Uh, go ahead, Ryan. All right, well, so my number two, great. Oh, sorry. My number two, great minds think alike. I remember Larry by Weird oh, wow. Al Yankovic. Wow, I knew it. So I think that's. I find that kind of funny that one of my songs matches up with you, and and one of my songs have matched up with you as well. We're all friends. I think uh, Great Minds you, Think Alike. Do you have any fact, factoids about this one? Uh, You know, I, I just, kind of the same thing. I really, like, just when I was a kid, it just really resonated with me. And uh, it was, you know, I thought it was so outrageous. Um, And then, uh, let's see. No, I mean, nothing really. He, I, didn't, he didn't really uh, kidnap anybody? Yeah, no, wasn't, no. That I, wasn't based on a true story? I didn't read anything like that. I'm uh, just uh, a couple of, you know, but while, <laughs> while, while we have, uh, you know, I'll just throw a couple quick things in there. As far as, you know, like him just being completely great in every aspect. Um, he has won a bunch of Grammys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was, he's was he been nominated for 14 Grammys. In what category? Uh, all different categories, but he's won three, which I think is, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, he won one back in uh, 1984 for uh, Best Comedy Record for Eat It. I mean, come on. What was it up against? What was it up against? Ah, uh, probably like, uh, like was he like the only B- person in Bill the category? Cosby's yeah, exactly. Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then 1988, he won again for best concept music video for Fat, which oh um, wow, yeah, which is great. That's cool. Um, and then in 2003, so he had a little bit of a gap there, but 2003, he uh, won best comedy album for Poodle Hat, which I think is kind of funny because Poodle Hat is you know it's fine. I've never, never I've never heard it. That's fine. You know, there's some good songs on there, but it's, I mean, for that to win best comedy, you know, I, I, I just must have been a uh, slow year for com- comedic 2000, albums. 2003 was not a funny yeah, year. Yeah, no, so they gave it, it was a weird the year out. that funny forgot. It was the year I dislocated my shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> at uh, Cryptopsy and Poison Well upstairs at the Palladium. This kid knows. <laughs> That's great. I know everything <laughs> about you. Oh, uh, right. yeah. So I guess I'll, we'll move on. Yeah. Wow. This is it, huh? So my number one. Numero wow. uno. Number one favorite Weird Al original is. 
I remember Larry. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great song. I guess Dooley likes it a little bit more than me and Ryan, but that's yeah. fine. Well, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my number one. Well, if you're so passionate about it, let's hear some. Uh, I've, I already, I kind of like Matt picked it and I kind of already said everything that had been said. Yeah, about I it. I just heard, it's such an engaging song. I was so engaged when I first heard it. And even now I'm like, it's, it tells such a funny story yeah. and like comedically, the timing is so good. First verse kind of sets it up, and it's like, wow, his paint pranks are kind of extreme. Second verse sets it up, and it's like, wow, this dude habitually crossed the line. How did Al even <laughs> put up with him? He's a habitual line stepper. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third verse, it's like Al loses his goddamn mind, and he's singing it in the same kind of jovial way. Let me ask only you this. With a little more aggression. It's perfect. Did you used to play that song for like your dad or people and like try to watch their reaction when the third verse came and see if they were like shocked? <laughs> Uh, probably. I probably, yeah, I could picture myself doing that. Yeah, I didn't, because I'm not a dork like you. What <laughs> did you set me up? <laughs> no, I definitely did. I remember playing it for my dad and being like, like, in my head, I'm like, wait for it. Yeah, yeah. Wait for it. And then he was like, huh. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, huh. Uh, Funny. He just breathed a little bit more out of his nostrils than normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like, yeah. Just like, yeah. good one, dad. My dad, Norman. Storm and Norman is what they used to call Who? <laughs> Who? Anyway, my uh, I don't know, somebody. Uh, all right, so my number one uh, is a it's a little bit of a ballad, but uh, this song kills me every time. And what kills me even more uh, is the video to the song, and I'll tell you more about it after we listen to it. It is You Don't Love Me Anymore oh, is my wow. number one. So here it is. We've been together for so very long But now things are changing, oh I wonder what's wrong Seems you don't want me around The passion is gone and the flames died down I guess I lost a little bit of self-esteem that time that you made it with the whole hockey team You used to think I was nice Now you tell all your friends that I'm the antichrist Oh, why did you disconnect the brakes on my car? That kind of thing is hard to ignore Got a funny That guitar in that song sounds so good. Hey, hey, you know that's what? another thing we haven't even touched upon: the quality of his recordings. It's great. Uh, that the I I that guitar just sounds like this girl I used to know, Christine. Oh God, <laughs> poor Peter Wong. He doesn't even listen to the song uh, show. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's my number one pick. I love that song. I think it is so funny. Um, you know what's funny is here's a uh, story that happened recently. A couple of weeks ago, me and my girlfriend went on a uh, went on a little date because I'm pretty busy, so I don't get that much time. So we went out. And uh, we were driving back, and like you know, we had a good night. And I was like, I was like, you know what, you know, babe, I was like, 
if we ever like get married and like we have a 25th anniversary, Ooh. I'm gonna play this song for you at our 25th anniversary. And I played it for her, and she was like not impressed and was like <laughs> bullshit at me because you say like such a romantic thing, right? And I then say, just like totally dismantle it by playing that right. song. But I, but you know, if anybody knows me as well as they do, they know that that would be right in my wheelhouse to do something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That definitely means. in your wheelhouse. That means I'm never gonna get married to her. That, that break. means you should just call it off now. All right, should I bring her in here and do it on the podcast? <laughs> uh, she could. She could. Probably Probably hear it. So maybe I know she's only in the next room over. Yeah, yeah she should, get out here. Matt has something pa- to say to you. Start packing her bags. Oh, but anyway, there's this. Um, <laughs> and the podcast takes a turn for the worse. <laughs> <laughs> but an hour in, um, the video for that uh, for that song is it's kind of set up like a uh, that Nelson video. Do you remember that from the '80s? Remember those two guys with the long blonde hair and they had acoustic songs? No. Anyway, no. I, uh, th- this band called Nelson. It was also kind of set up like. Um, uh, an acoustic like Bon Jovi act, but it was just two guys. It was a black and white, w- black and white video, and there's this fucking there's this running theme that goes on throughout the song where Weird Al's singing, and there's a guitar and a guitar stand to the left of him, and the other guy's playing the guitar, and Weird Al keeps grabbing the guitar and like sets up like he's about to jump in on the next chorus, <laughs> then just puts the guitar back down every time. <laughs> That's so funny. What a weird joke. It fucking kills me. He does it so well. He picks it up, and he gets ready to play it while he's singing, like he's coming in on the chorus, and then just immediately puts it back down. <laughs> that's great. It is so funny. But yeah, that's my number one is uh, You Don't Love Me Anymore. That's by a good one. I've never heard that before. That's, I love that song. And you know what I, too, I just noticed, too? Uh, no, I, too. I, I am going crazy. But uh, he has a very uh, James Taylor-esque uh, vocal melody to it. Absolutely. I yeah. didn't notice that till right now. Now, you know what? You know what? I feel like if I heard that song and it was like, some dude who like was on Comedy Central in the afternoon who like sang that song. I'd be like, huh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's Weird Al, and I'm like, oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing about Weird Al. He's kind of like you. He just has. Well, he also he, he can't do any wrong. He did pioneer like comedy music. Yeah, so he gets a, a little leniency. Yeah, I yeah, think, I, I, with, yes. with some things, he gets know? what's coming to him, which <laughs> is respect. <laughs> which is. Back nothing but my admiration. <laughs> <laughs> and a dick sucking from Ryan Trainer. Hey, you know what? I will never live that down. And if the, if that's a thing that I go to my you know on my tombstone, <laughs> this <laughs> this man would have sucked <laughs> Weird Al's dick if Weird Al asked. Here, here lies Ryan Trainer sucking weird dicks. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Ryan. What's your number one? Right, wow, let's finish my, it up. My number one. I okay. definitely I definitely know what it is. Of course you do. <laughs> Uh, you know, kind of similar to uh, to your number one, Matt. You don't uh, love me anymore. I think this song's a little unconventional. Um, it was off the Running With Scissors uh, record back, uh, released June 29th, 1999. <laughs> uh, and uh, this song is My Baby's In Love With Eddie Vedder. I knew it. <laughs> Eddie Vedder. <laughs> oh, God. Let's listen to it. Here it is.
already Vetter, huh? Just an excuse to get some ribs in on it. Right. Not <laughs> like getting the old Eddie Vetter ribbon. You know, I, you really don't hear too many Generation X references anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tried so hard to find either a, an interview with Weird Al or an interview with Eddie Vetter to see what Eddie Vetter thought of that song, and I could not find anything. Yeah. I couldn't find anything. So I think uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that he, I mean, he obviously approved it because Weird Al has the, um, you know, the the personal kind of pledge to himself that he won't release a song unless the artist agrees upon it, even though he could because of copyright laws. He could he could do a parody of someone and release it anyway. And it, right. it wouldn't, you know, wouldn't matter. But he just he takes like personal pride in having the artist uh, OK it. Um, but that song just always struck a chord with me. It's just so funny. Um, it's like an, it's another style parody. I, I, it's like a, you know, like a, a Southwest Louisiana blues Cajun kind of <laughs> song. Is it? Yeah. Like, so it's like a, they, they call it Zedeco. That's, that's the name. Zedeco? Yeah. You just made that up. I, hey, Google it. No, you Google it. I did. <laughs> I most certainly I, have. I certainly did, my friend. But uh, no, I just, I think that's great. I think the whole, it's another one of those songs where it builds up and builds up and it kind of, the first is like, oh, you know, my girlfriend's in love with Eddie Vedder. The second verse is more like, yeah, Eddie Vedder's kind of a douche. And then the third, the big reveal at the end is, you know, I'll start stalking Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> and like the, that's the, the gag. The, the gag. female equivalent to Eddie Vedder is Back Alanis Morissette. Back in the Morissette. mid-90s. I think that's great. But no, I Pretty think accurate. that song is just, uh, is is great. Um, and I, th- I think it's just so funny. And it's always stuck in my head for days. It's been stuck on your head, stuck in your head, I feel like for a couple of years it's, now. It's honestly, and I, whenever I hear that song, it'll get stuck in my head and I'll whistle it and I'll sing it and I'll just annoy the crap out of anybody around me for like <laughs> days. Jesus, and that's another song that is just well written. The chorus is so catchy. It's just great. It's a, And he plays the accordion like a madman in that song. <laughs> like, a, like a real motherfucker. He, he, he does. <laughs> he plays the accordion like Jimi Hendrix plays the tuba. Right. You know, it is just great. What is late? But no, uh, that's great. Moral of the story is Eddie Vedder is uh, is a cocksucker. He's a cocksucker. But all right, yeah, that's our list. Yay. Uh, honorable mentions. Dooley, you got one? Honorable mention? Yeah. Uh, I'd have to say, um, oh, you already mentioned it. Uh, okay, I think I mentioned it earlier, but Germs. Oh, yeah. Germs. Great song. Uh, my... Um, my honorable mention will be uh, Mr. Frump's Iron Lung. <laughs> you ever heard that song, Dooley? No. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it's just like, it's like a story about this guy, Mr. Frump, and, and, and the whole thing leads up to a part where like it's a song and it's like got a melody and it's like, and this is what he said, and then the whole thing stops and it's just like, <laughs> 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 That's really and funny. And it just comes back in and it's, it's really weird. It's funny. It's an old one. Uh, my honorable mention uh, would be another one off the Bad Hair Day record, uh, Colin in Sick. Oh, I love Colin, that everybody song. Everybody can one. relate to that. You know, just sitting at home, sitting in your underwear, counting your, uh, you know, your coin collection or something, and <laughs> you know, not really being sick. But I think that's a great song. I used to actually. You know what? I actually take back my my honorable mention, and I'm gonna say, um, so sick of you, off of Bad Hair Day. How's that I'm, one go? I'm so sick of you. Uh, Sing it, it's Julie. Like, it's like <laughs> I'm so I'm, I'm so sick of you. Well, is that a Mr. Fahrenheit song? That song, <laughs> that song sounds like it sucks. Do you, do you know what I'm talking talking about? Song I, I I saw it. I don't. I just don't remember. I saw it on like uh the 
discography list. Wow, way to trade in your uh, your song for a B-list song that no one's ever heard of. I haven't heard. I, I didn't hear Germ, Germs either, so whatever. No, Germs is great. Um, but anyway, that is uh, our show. Let's do a little uh, business at the end. Uh, add us on Facebook.com slash Top 5 of Death. Our, our website is still being worked on. Um, it is coming along. There is progress being made. Uh, once again, thank you, Josh. Um, top 5 of Death at gmail.com, numeral... Five. Yes, if you want to send us death. in uh, your deaths, how you died while listening to That's it. That's right. We do. We will read your death on air. We, uh, yeah, we will. We do have one sitting in the pot, but it's very BWK heavy, so I felt like he needs to be here before we we read it. Okay, so we'll read it next week. Um, right. And uh, what was else I was gonna say? I complete. Oh, next week's topic. Uh, so we've been wait. We had a couple of ideas um given to us and like early on. Early on, yeah, and we decided that um. When when uh, when the holidays hit us, we want to like kind of do because we do a weekly show. We want to do the episodes based like around the holidays. So the next episode we release after this, it'll be the month of October, which is spooky Halloween. Oh, 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 oh. My haunted house will be open. I will be in full <laughs> Halloween mode. So with that being said, um, the next show will be on our top five. Horror movie characters, like iconic killers, mm-hmm. just any main villain from a horror movie. So, so horror movie villains? Uh, well, when I, I say mean, char- I wouldn't pick like I know. I just I'm the girl to... from Halloween. Right, 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 right. No, but like I don't want so horror movie icons. I guess, but I'm by icon I mean just the villain in the movie. Okay, because I mean there's some picks I want to make that aren't like iconic status, but I always thought they were kind of cool. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I like it. So we'll do that, and uh, I think for the month of October we'll uh, we'll stick to that theme, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Ryan Trainer, hey, why don't you give uh, why don't you give a band a plug there, Ryan? Because Dooley never does it. Well, you know what? No one really. Uh, I can't really imagine. You that. are the two worst people in a band I've ever met. By the <laughs> why? way, because this is a wonderful platform to promote something, and you 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 never do. We play in a loud, sad rock band. We play a bunch of old guy songs. It's oh, called, here, it's he, we're called Glacier. Why don't uh, you uh, why don't you sing a line from one of your songs? All right, it goes like this. You can throw some reverb on and post, right? That's all there is. <laughs> right. No, but the point I was getting at was that there essentially are no lyrics. Yeah, we're an instrumental band. Yeah, we tell how we feel with just like our guitar players. <laughs> oh, that makes us sound so unappealing. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Glacier Band MA, because we're from Massachusetts. Yeah, Facebook. And then ReverbNation.com slash Glacier Band MA. Well, thank you guys so much for, for having me on as a guest. The whole front office staff here, Mary, the receptionist up at the front office. Was I just wish great. we had a receptionist <laughs> named Mary who could deal with something. All we have is Matt's girlfriend asleep in the other room. She's <laughs> doing her homework. She's probably listening to me, see if I'm saying bad things about her, which I did. So. <laughs> Someone's in the dark. I'll be sleeping on the couch. But, I'll uh, be sleeping in my bed with my kitten. Ooh, lucky you. But yeah, thank you so much. Do all that stuff I told you about the Facebook.com slash top five of death. And um, we will uh, we'll be back and smell you later.